We're live. We are live. What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with the Monday edition of Stay Cash and Show. I am joined with Bill Rupp. Rackets will not be able to join us today. Evan Han. And we are starting the show off with Kababble because there is soccer on right now. And I figured it would be smart to get this on while it's going. So you guys still hit shit live. But we are witnessing live right now at the beginning of the show. Neymar, in his first game back, will be attempting a penalty kick for Brazil. Bill. Do you want to wait till the penalty kicks over for me to speak to you? Um, no, I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take, but uh, it should be an easy goal. All right. So you think Neymar's about to make this? Uh, he's getting ready. He's standing there looking around. Referee gives him, <laughs> referee gives him a signal. He's going to run up to it. He's still standing there. I was going to say, he's still standing there on mine. <laughs> yeah. Now he's backing up. He's running up. Skipping, stopping, skipping. Stopping, stopping, stopping. He does the Tommy G move. What did I tell you, Bill? Listen. The Tommy G move. Just fucking dribble that shit in in either direction that the goalie goes against. 2 nothing Brazil. Go ahead, Kebab. You can tell what you put out. I mean, that was an awesome bet. Looking great. We're we're slaughtering today. We start off with Japan, double chance, under two and a half. Awesome. So they went up 1-0. We hedged it, both plus money. Hit both of them with the 1-1 draw. I even told Chad it's going to end 1-1 regulation. Japan looked like crap on penalties. We had a couple small leagues going on. We already hit that MLP. Uh, we got those two, uh, Omni, Nicosa, and FCSB. We have them with Brazil as well. Now they're up 2-0. That looks fantastic. And then we have Brazil... ML with uh, over two and a half uh, goals, and it's already 2-0, and we're 12 minutes into the match. So, so. we have Brazil over t- Brazil and over two and a half, and uh, we're about 13 minutes in, and it's already 2 nothing Brazil. So I think that's going to win. I don't want to jinx it, but do you see what he just did there? So I always talk about low and hard, low and hard. The whole chat screams at all the time. But on penalty kicks, there's two things to do. If you're a righty, fake like you're going to the left or wait till the goalie jumps and then just tap it in that direction. Or kick it directly at the goalie hard because he's going to dive one way or the other. Uh, Neymar knows how to do it. Everyone else that? is Neymar is one goal behind Pele for the all-time Brazil goals. Sounds like a seven, seventy-six. That's mm. crazy. I think he's going to get him, Bill. I think. He, what do you think? You think he's going to get him, Bill? Uh, I would believe he's going to get him. I think he's going to get him today, possibly. Uh, what what's going on with this Ronaldo signing? That's crazy. I. Dude, that's insane. Two hundred eleven million dollars a year. <laughs> that dude's gonna, gonna make record money for minutes per dollar. I mean, he's it's probably only gonna play insane. half the game, right? Uh he's not gonna. And I can tell you what, if your book has it, I'd almost guarantee that man's hitting a penalty his first game there. Oh yeah, they're dead. Saudis rig everything. It. He's gonna break the record. He's gonna break the Saudi Arabian goal scoring record. A hundred percent because they're the biggest scam artists in the world and they're going to make sure he does for pub. It seems like he's going to do that one year. I had to look at the contract, but it's almost like he's going to buy out his time over there and then link up with the MLS eventually. I think you see him and Messi in the next two years in MLS. Wow. Messi on the East Coast down in Miami and I think you see Ronaldo probably LAFC or the Galaxy. I don't know which one of the two, but one of the play schools or clubs, I think. Bill how, Bill, how would you like to get paid a quarter of a billion dollars a year to play soccer? Bro, I mean, listen, I'd love to go see Messi or Ronaldo down in Newark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a little stadium down. Actually, the stadium is pretty nice, I have to say. 
for where it is. It's like Harrison Newark area, the, yeah. where the Red, you know, where the Red Bulls play. I think um, it's not that bad, but you know, I mean, it's crazy. Like those guys are going to be on those teams, like eventually. Yeah, it's nuts. So, so I wanted to bring you on right at the gate, Kababel, because the game was on, and I figured it may still be nothing, nothing, and you can give some plays. Is there anything anyone should hit in this game now, seeing that it's already two nothing, fifteen minutes in? Uh, I personally am not going to hit anything, but I wouldn't be shocked if for Charleston scores. He's leading the team in goals. Uh, South Korea has got to go for it now, and they're mm-hmm. going to push, 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 and Brazil's going to probably score one or two more easily. Yeah, I would say Brazil gets four in this game now based on what's going on here. because they're They had a to... friendly where Brazil used their basically everything but their right back and their goalkeeper a while back against South Korea, even though they rotated some, mm-hmm. and it was an easy 5-1, so I kind of expect something similar to that. The interesting thing is both teams to score right now uh, yes, is only minus one ten. They're they're betting South Korea well, score scored right Brazil. there. Korean so as scored. soon as groups ended, the both teams to score and the goals started flying. I think uh, the only one that didn't was England Senegal. Senegal didn't score, and mm-hmm. there were the chances they had. But every other match has had a both teams to score, and the first and we finally had mm-hmm. one that that went on under with both teams to score with Croatia and Japan. Well, I'm gonna go and put something in here a uh it's only minus two scored that was a great yeah so if they're thinking that south korea might get one in the net and we know that brazil is going to basically be playing against a team that's going to be pushing forward the whole rest of the match and leave the backside open uh minus 280 bill over three and a half goals seems like a parlay piece that we need to get in something right now right Mm -hmm. i like it yeah so we'll figure out what we're going to put that with in a minute uh kababa i wanted to get you on too to talk about uh the upcoming games that are coming up tomorrow in the world cup uh, obviously this morning great match uh you had a 1-1 tie uh went through both phases of overtime then probably the worst penalty kick performances oh, yeah. i've ever seen in my entire life um basically confirming the fact that tommy g state soccer players suck at soccer uh it was that was putrid to see what, the, what those penalty kicks were disgusting but that tomorrow no you Croatia's experience of going through them. They did it 2018. I'm pretty sure they did it 2014. Did it in Euros, I believe. Yeah. Went in at penalties. They were, they were experienced. I was kind of shocked they took Modric out because he's probably, if I had to play my life on the line with somebody in that match, taking a PK, it would have been that man. And they subbed him. I was kind of shocked. Yeah. So uh, I personally can kick a penalty kick on a professional goalie. I will bet any amount of money on that once I get my hip fixed that uh, me and Bill could kick a penalty kick on a professional goalie. It's not that hard. But uh, Japan hit uh, one out of four because uh, they're mental midgets. So tomorrow we have Morocco, Spain. These games are going to be taking place. Obviously, we don't have a show, so might as well get the picks out now. And then there's nothing, it appears, till Friday. So the last two matches uh, until Friday's show will be Morocco, Spain tomorrow. Spain minus 440, Morocco plus 330, and Portugal minus 245, Switzerland plus 194. Uh, do you have any plays on those two matches before I let you go? Uh, as of right now, I don't have anything on Morocco-Spain. I lean Spain winning. Uh, if you read my article, I was pretty high on Morocco with having, uh, I'm going to butcher their names, Ziyech and Mazaroui come back. Mm-hmm. After they fired the manager, repashed, repaired those relationships with those two star players, they're very good and very underlooked. I'm not big on Spain because I think if Portugal beats them, they just hold possession. It's a matter of Morocco can break them down with a counter. So I'll probably stay off that as of right now. But tomorrow, I I saw Ronaldo plus 150 anytime goal scorer. Uh, there's a 100% chance I'm betting Plus that 170 right now. 
Oh, sh- All one right, seven. So put that in there. Have Ronaldo plus one seventy to score, and I'm going to do Portugal. You like Portugal to advance, correct? Yeah. All right, so Ev, do uh, over three and a half goals right now in this game. Uh, This is Brazil, South Korea, with Portugal to qualify for the next round parlayed. That's minus 108. Oh, that's nice. What do you think of that, Bill, Rob? I like it, but I was thinking about just um, going two days in, go Portugal and Argentina. Um, like yeah, then you push it to Friday. Yeah, but I want the over three and a half on this. I want to get a taste yeah, of yeah, yeah. What are the two teams year. again? So South Korea, Brazil, over three and a half live. And uh, Portugal to advance tomorrow. Parlayed, minus 108. Guys, if you're watching this live, get in on that. All right, Kababble. Appreciate it, brother. We'll have you on at the end of the no week. Problem. Talk some more World Cup soccer. All right, have a good one, fellas. Later, dude. Later, bud. All right. So uh, let's go through. Uh, what do we have for headlines here? Um, we got I, we got the college football stuff, which I want to bring Howie for on in a minute. Me and Bill will run down the NFL weekend, probably in the middle of the show, real quick. Uh, we got Degrom going on right now. Ronaldo, we just covered. What else do you got there? E? Verlander. I was just going to say, I'll let you get it out of your system. Justin Verlander signs a two-year, eighty-six million dollar deal with the Mets. Uh, the single worst deal uh, in the history of the Mets organization. That is the biggest embarrassment. I uh, teased on Twitter that I'll be telling why you why. Why is it the worst? So, I so here's about why. it after we got all okay. the phone. Right. So and me and you haven't gone totally into it. So let me ask you first, Bill, because you're the resident okay, Mets fan. So let's let's throw money out the window because Steve. Cohen well, we can't. Doesn't... No, you can because well, everybody we can't. else. But go on. Okay, so we have Degrom, who didn't want to be in New York at all. And he's been hurt every year, right? Mm-hmm. So now you got to go out and get somebody else. Verlander is old, but I think he gives you another year or two of good, good, uh, good being number one or number two. And uh, if Scherzer doesn't opt out and everything, and Scherzer stays, and they're going to add another couple pieces to that rotation. That rotation isn't going to be McGill and fucking. Um, and and what is it robertson and and whatever else they got on there uh it's gonna be smart going for a second let me just put this better verlander is not a bad deal i don't care about the money the money means nothing um verlander uh, i think is going to be very good with them uh i think it's a good deal you needed another you needed somebody to place to replace the grom you're not going to get the best pitcher in the world but we don't even know if the grom's that anymore um, we saw shades of him be that when he came back off the surgery for what four games, Tommy, mm-hmm. and then he just started. You know that it all started in Oakland, that game in Oakland where he walked back to back to back people, and he hasn't walked back to back batters in years. That was the first time, and then he gave up that home run, and he was down four nothing in the first. That's where it all started. He pitched great for five games, coming back out. And uh, I just don't think that he's he's got it to go anymore the, a whole season and the playoffs. And, you know, Texas is fu- – they're fucking frauds, bro. They can get anyone they want. The fucking organization sucks. You're still not going to make the playoffs. Keep buying these fucking players. I don't give a fuck. Your team sucks. And that's the end of it. Okay. I don't agree with that. I, I think mean, that's I, very aggressive. Go ahead, right now. Go ahead and make the call to Texas I, I, playoffs. I, I am. Hold on. Go ahead. I mean, put my bet in. Okay, Jesus. Put your bet in. We're doing to... a fucking show. I didn't Not expect to be hitting a Not live for bet you on the to show. Make your I figured bets. you might be able to fill air, and you did. So Not it's for you in. to make your bet. All right, it's in. Yes, we are. All right, my bet is in. So, uh, first of all, no. 
Uh, Verlander, so you're you're talking about Uncle Stevie. Uncle Stevie, right? Spends all the money. Okay, you spent it in the complete wrong spot because the only reason the Mets were viable at all, first of all, they had a fucking year last year that they're never going to duplicate. That's never going to happen again. They're not going to win 100 games. They fucking got lucky. The whole rest of the division sucked at the beginning of the year. Philly sucked. The Braves were going through a transition period at the beginning of the year. The Mets came out like a house on fire. Uh, No one got hurt outside of their pitching. Their whole offense stayed healthy throughout the whole fucking year until Marte got dinged up at the end of the year. That's not going to happen again. You have Scherzer a year older. DeGrom and Scherzer was the Randy... Hold on. I just let you go for three minutes. You're not taking into consideration that the schedule's changing this year. The Mets are going to play all those other shitty teams, bro. The shitty teams were the fucking teams in your division for the first three months. At the beginning of the year, Philly sucked and the Braves sucked. It doesn't doesn't matter. But that's what they feasted off. That's what... Listen, they're a 90-win team. They're not a 100-win team again. They're 90 wins. Yeah, they were last year because everything flew perfectly. Same way the Lakers won the championship that year. All the chips landed perfectly for the Mets this year and outside of DeGrom being there. Now, the thing that makes the Mets so dangerous is DeGrom Scherzer, Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling, that Arizona Diamondbacks model from back in the day. You don't have two great pitchers. You had two of the best pitchers in all of baseball with DeGrom being the single far and away best pitcher in all of baseball when he's healthy. Now he's gone. And you're replacing him with a 40-year-old, right? So Verlander's just going to keep getting older. Not to mention you're replacing him with a 40-year-old who has a horrific playoff record. He has a bad playoff record, over four ERA for the last two or three years. And he has one of the worst, if not the worst, World Series numbers in, like, the history of baseball. So you're a team that's playing to win the championship. And, Bill, you just brought on a guy who can't win in the biggest games. Now, the biggest factor is not even any of that. It's not that you're paying DeGrom. It's that he came from Houston. No, okay, shut did. up, Bill. I already told you. So the thing about this, which you said yourself as you make fun of me right now, which team cheats most of any team in baseball? The Houston Astros. If you look at the pitchers who leave the Houston Astros, Garrett Cole, Yankee fans have been screaming about how we overpaid for Garrett Cole. He gives up all these fucking home runs. He's not clutching big spots. He doesn't go deep enough in games. Coming from Houston, where he was literally unhittable, untouchable Jacob DeGrom level. And then you look at guys like Dallas Keuchel, who left Houston. Hold on, let me finish the fucking sentence. Can I just say one No, you can't until I'm done. So Dallas Keuchel fucking leaves Houston and fucking goes to shit. Zach Granke had a career resurgence in Houston. Leaves Houston, goes to shit. He was old when he left there. They all suck. All the pitchers, anyone who leaves Houston goes to shit. They're cheaters. So now you're paying $45 million. For a guy who was 18 and four with a 1.75. He was cheating. No, you don't, bro. You can't say that. Stop it, dude. You can't say that. Don't know that. We don't know that. Trevor Bauer exposed him. You don't know that, bro. They're all cheating. You can't say that. Verlander is going to be a fucking complete shell of himself. You're I can't talking. wait, bro. I can't wait till the season starts. I mean, dude, Bill. I can't wait till I sho- shoves it right down your throat. Bill, I mean, you're insane, dude. You're insane if you you're think insane. this guy is going to be anything close to what he was in Houston. Anything close to it. He went from fucking Detroit, okay? And keep in mind, he was still good. Here's Verlander as his career was winding down. Bro, we all know the stats. We don't. No, need Bill, to we're it. doing a show. It's we, boring. We, stats world, are boring. Stop, no stop. One wants Shut up. I don't care stats. what you're excited about. 
Verlander, 2014, 4.5 ERA, 3.38, 3.04, and 3.82. He goes to Houston. In his first year, he has a 1.06 then 2.5, then 2.5. Last year, he had a 1.75. What, he just all of a sudden became a superstar again when everyone in the league was telling him that he was fucking cheating? He goes to the Mets. He's going to be a 3-9 to 4-2 ERA pitcher. He's going to go back to what he was. He's going to get hurt, and it's a horrific. Take Houston out of his numbers and look at Verlander's numbers, how they were starting to fall off before he got to the cheating Astros. They're cheating, and you don't buy players from Houston, especially at $40 million fucking dollars a year. Now you can go. I mean, we'll see in April. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Do you, you said we shouldn't have got Cole from Houston. Oh, go! Go! Let's go! Neymar! Oh, that wasn't Neymar. Who was oh, that? That might have been the guy that fucking... Uh, is that the guy King Babel said? Is that the guy Kababble was talking about? I don't know, some blonde guy. Richard something. He's got a long name. Richarlison. Richarlison? Is that the guy? Yeah, was. It was? Yep. Kababble comes on here and calls the next goal scorer. Yep. So you guys got that for fucking uh, huge plus money. You can bring uh, you can bring Howie on when we go over the next to the headline. Well, there's uh, Brazil in over two and a half in 28 minutes. All one, right, in our three and a half. That luckily thank I you, FanDuel. And well, luckily, before we get into before we get into Howie and we thank FanDuel for that easy money win, Tommy. What about last night on FanDuel? Which, oh my God. I want to tell Howie this too. This is perfect to bring Howie in for actually. So Howie, how you doing? How we doing? Evan, first of all, did you see this good. bet? Yeah, I mean, something's fishy about that whole okay. thing. All right, good. Even you're so, saying it. So Howie, it as a regular up, person, let me tell Howie what happened. In hold the hold on, I just want to tell Evan, when it popped up in our chat, I, I bet it because we all said, all right, we got to bet it. Obviously something's going on. I didn't bet it for a lot, you know, but I actually accidentally bet it, you know, anytime and first. So I won both. But this was crazy that this happened. I've never seen anything like that in sports betting at all. It was like 100,000, right? Or was it like 90? Yeah. 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 98, was... 98 something. Yeah, right. it was crazy. We need, we need context here. Yeah. Okay, so what happened? Get... All right. So, Howie, I believe that we've gotten beyond sports being rigged. I believe it's like did the NFL. I think the NFL is a literal simulation where these aren't even real humans, some of them. I think there's four or five guys on each team that are like reptoids or controlled by some guy in a, in a playing video games with them to make balls move and do all that kind of shit, right? And, and everyone keeps making fun of me. I'm like, it's beyond just like fixing a game like they do in our good old college sports, right? You get a ref, you get a coach, you get a player, and you fix the game. So yeah. yesterday, right, we call, we, don't call, we call it the faction, right, the cabal. So we call them faction duel. FanDuel. FanDuel just is from the future. Like their odds boosts always lose. It's crazy. Last night, one better put $950,000. Okay. Or no, what was it? $95,000, Bill? Yeah, like 98, yeah. Like $98,000. Like $98,000. Okay. To win like $800,000. Let me get the exact numbers. I don't want to misquote it. Uh, One better placed a $97,309 bet. First of all, what? Like to pay out seven hundred seventy-eight thousand four hundred seventy-two dollars. First of all, why are you putting ninety-seven three hundred nine unless it's paying like an even million, right? Yeah. And that's why you did. So he paid nine ninety-seven thousand to win seven hundred seventy-eight thousand on C.D. Lamb to score the first touchdown at plus eight hundred. 
Whoa. Who puts a hundred grand? Listen, me and Bill are there when dudes are walking in with suitcases full of money. Bill, me, and you have both bet over $30,000 on a single event before, correct? Multiple times. So we're part of that big crew that has put down size. We hang out with the crew and the VIP that puts down all the size. I've never seen anyone put $100,000 on a first touchdown bet. And C.D. Lamb catches a ball over the middle, gets tackled, falls down. His ass lands on a guy's arm. He gets up and runs in for a touchdown. And the guy wins the fucking, wins the 800000 Howie, is he a time traveler? Is this a coincidence? Or is the whole thing fucking rigged? Maybe the guy he fell on is the one that fucking made the bet. Like dove under him? Yeah. (laughs) The guy guy that fucking went to tackle him probably just said, hey, I'm going to put my ass up. Make sure you bounce off of it. And uh, and then just mosey on and, in. And, we all and get Vandal, paid. Vandal costs themselves even more money by putting that bet out to the public. Because you can still bet it live. And when our everybody chat saw that on Twitter, they bet it too. Bill bet it. Our whole chat was in it. You know, I, I was just on the phone going, I'm not even going to bet this. Because if it happens, this is just my mic drop moment of now, no. How do you find out? When a bet that big goes through, how do you find that out? FanDuel posted it themselves. All right, FanDuel so Sportsbook's the one who posted FanDuel it. FanDuel doesn't post it. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. So I think that here's the thing. The social media people at FanDuel aren't the main guys. It's some fucking 28-year-old girl, right? Some yeah, fucking whoever little- she is, she should be fucking probably fired this morning. Yeah, because you know everyone in our chat was like, That's all right, stupid. I'll throw it. Because you can after, it hit, shoot him, right? after shoot it hit, <laughs> like after it hit, Tommy. Just shoot him. Yeah. After it hit, what did it say on the social media? On oh, Facebook? and then on social media, the FanDuel Sportsbook writes, cash it. No, you idiots. <laughs> We're all like, yeah, you're really happy for that guy. And the other Fuck. people who tailed it, cash it. Bro, they, they lost millions on that last night. Millions. They did it right after kickoff, too, because the game kicked off at 824 and the tweet was at 826. So I guess the person there probably didn't realize that we could all still hit it live, you know? <laughs> But and I mean, the poor person that put that out, they must have gotten fisted last night. Oh, no, Jesus. They're, they're, they're unemployed right now. Mm. What do you think, Evan? What do you think? Do you think like this is this time traveler confirmed or is this just inside job at Fandle or just a coincidence that some unnamed person w- was going to put $100,000 on a fucking first touchdown bet? Anyone doing that would be putting millions on every game and it would be coming up on the Fandle tweets nonstop. 800,000 on the Cowboys to win the game. 900,000 on Z. You never see those. Yeah, I was was thinking about, I was thinking about it actually. Like if somebody had access inside the Cowboys organization or somewhere else, like they could give you info on how the game script's going to go in the first drive. So that would be the most probable thing that I'm saying. But I think it's someone from the inside that knows the fucking way the simulation and the simulation is going to go. It could be if somebody got hold of the playbook. If somebody somehow got hold of a fucking playbook, then you could correlate that shit. Right. That's what I'm saying. The game we're going to be running in the, we're going to be running, yeah. you know, 27% of our plays in the red zone are going to be to CD lamb or something like yeah. that. Right. But to, the, the bottom line is whether you want to make the joke about it all being scripted reptoids. This is, this dude needs to be investigated. Like yeah, this, cause great. this guy isn't the guy who had the information. Howie, if I had that information, and if I got a hold of something that said we're going to try and force C.D. Lamb in the end zone for the first touchdown, the Cowboys said or McCarthy said or whatever, I'm not betting that if I'm close to the Cowboys organization. I'm letting fucking someone like my cousin do it who's going to be off the radar. Well, probably it's, it's probably no 
nothing to do with C.D. Lamb. It's probably one of Dad, uh, Prescott's cousins. I mean, <laughs> Prescott was probably like, it could be. it's up to him. He it could be. Ball whoever the fuck he wants to. So it's probably Prescott is the, that, that would be the head of the pyramid right there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it did. Someone's in, someone's involved. Something shady went on there. Yeah, that, that is as shady as it gets. Yeah, no, 100000 I'm surprised they even took that. Who even takes a bet like that? I can't yeah. even get more than fucking $1,000 on a first time. Goal! Goal! Cash me over three and a half. Let's go. That's why you saw me take a minute off the show to put the bill. Look, you're doing dance, Bill. Is that doing Brazil? Dance. Doing dance. Yeah, doing four dance. nothing. Doing a dance. Damn. I, I wanted to take dance. that over. I had Croatia <laughs> earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. This for nothing. Viva Brazil! This was right. such a free money game. All right. Well, now we're looking at fucking even money on Portugal to advance tomorrow. Let's fucking play ball. Welcome to Stay Cashin', where every live bet we give you hits, and you basically get paid for tuning in. Right, Evan Hand? Uh, goddamn right. All right. We're going to talk about college football playoff in a minute, but I want to see if E-Money has any other headlines you want to touch on real quick. Yeah, so this will kind of go move into that. Um, Deion Sanders just signed a deal. He's the new head coach of Colorado. Yeah. He is getting shit on for leaving right. Jackson State. They paid Jackson State paid him five hundred thousand dollars, right? He donated, I think it was like seventy five percent of his salary to go mm-hmm. back to like into the program. Now right. he's getting paid five million dollars a year, and people are shitting on him. Meanwhile, nobody's talking about Brett Favre embezzling money from yeah. Mississippi. <laughs> um, Brett Favre is a literal. He's a foul. I mean, he's a criminal. Yeah, he's literally should be in jail. Brett like, Favre. Should probably be looking at I don't know eight to twelve, maybe get out on four and good behavior. I mean, yeah, yeah. Look what that guy did. I mean, easily, and, bro. And he easily. didn't even lose most of his partnerships. That's the thing; he still has all his sponsorships. You know what? The, the craziest thing about the Dion thing is what I think you told me, right, Tommy? You were telling me about it when he said, uh, "Yes, when he the had luggage." The, when he went to the school and he so Dion, be- Dion, if you go to Barstool from late last night, uh, Dion went to Colorado. First of all, Howie, real quick, why Colorado? Like that, I thought he would have like the Auburn job or something. Why is he going to Colorado? You know, I don't know. I mean, that's a Colorado. Shit. At one point, when that crazy fucker that used to run out in the woods naked and hug his hug guys, <laughs> <laughs> remember that fucking head coach? He was a promise keeper or whatever. Yeah. But when that guy was there, Colorado was flat out nasty. Because they were just paying studs all over the country to go there. Right. Um, They were fucking, they were top three every year. Um, But then I don't know what happened, man. I think the guy went full gay and then we never heard of him. (laughs) (laughs) Never go full gay in the woods. Dude, no, the guy was running out in the woods with a bunch like hundreds of naked guys just fucking bear hugging. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta never go full gay in the woods. It's never gonna work out well for your coaching crew. But, you know, maybe go into Colorado because look, you got UCA, USC, UCLA are headed to the Big Ten, so the competitive level of the of the Pac-12 has definitely dropped. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he could step in there, get a couple good recruiting classes, and just dominate. Yeah, I think the other part of it too is uh, he's he likes to not have high expectations, right? Which is why he went to Jackson State, which was not a not a great program to begin with. What are his expectations of Colorado? Fucking nothing. You're coming from like the bottom, you know, like that team sucks. We're going to get to see how good his his son is at quarterback because, you know, he's going. Well, so that ties in. That ties into what I just Bill Bill just teed me up for. So, Dion, you got to go find it on Barstool or just search uh, Dion's speech on Twitter. I'm sure you can find it immediately. 
Dion went into Colorado and had a meeting with the players, right? And his exact words were, uh, hey, guys, I'm in here. I'm just letting you know uh, I'm coming in here and I'm bringing my luggage with me. And it and it's Louis Vuitton. So I'm these a lot of these positions are already filled. He told him to hit the transfer portal. He goes, you guys have sucked for a while. The yeah. culture here sucks. The team sucks. So I would advise a lot of you to just hit the transfer portal. Don't That's even bother awesome. because I'm bringing in a whole new squad and a whole new team. So if you want to stay here, good luck. You might want to just transfer out now. So he went in and met with the team, Howie, and told them all to transfer. That's awesome. <laughs> How yeah. great is that? You fucking guys couldn't fucking uh, score if your mother's life's dependent on it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hit the transfer portal. If you want to play, go somewhere else because you're not playing here because I'm bringing all of Jackson State with me. Because he's bringing half that team with him, too. He's going to destroy Jackson State. They're done Did now. that team go undefeated? <laughs> yeah, they fucking they destroyed everyone. Yeah. Yeah, so he's bringing that whole fucking squad with him. I don't even think, honestly, dude, knowing Dion and knowing how marketing conscious he is. What would you say? Like the video. We have 240 people in here, and we have 69 likes. Nice. Like the video, you fucking retards. Maybe I'll eat some gum from 30 years ago again. Um, the the thing about it, too, because he's such a marketing genius and everything he does is a marketing plan. They got some dope fucking colors over there. He could do a lot with the marketing with that fucking black and gold, too. I think that may have had a little bit to well, do with it. And that's listen, – listen, you talk to anybody. You ever meet somebody that went to the University of Colorado – they say that's the greatest fucking college in America. Right. The part it's a great school to it's go to. It's a great to party be school. Wild. Yeah, it's I mean, wild. Yeah. You know, what other what other college has a real fucking buffalo running out on their <laughs> taking a shit at the fifty yard line right before a game starts? I mean, I remember one year. Covered a buffalo shit all over the field. The <laughs> buffalo came running out one year, shit man dragged, like, ass. dragged like seven people with him. Like, they couldn't even hold him. The thing went rogue, man. They need Marshawn Lynch riding that buffalo fucking running yeah, through that stadium. Give it Just like Cocaine Bear. Give that buffalo some blow right before the game. Just Cocaine let him Bear. I can't wait to see that cheerleaders. I want. I want to tell you a couple headlines here. So TCU uh, and USC both lose, okay? So I obviously love both of them, and I honestly feel like both of them should have won. I don't feel like either team loses. USC was up 17-3 to with the ball. Uh, just balling out of control, just dominating before Caleb got hurt. Uh, dude limping around on one leg. Uh, obviously, people are like, oh, take the Heisman from him. Howie, take the Heisman from him. The guy fucking was playing on one leg for fucking yeah. all. Still threw for 360. I mean, yeah. that was I, insane. Uh, I, I, had, uh, I had Utah. You had Utah. You got that, you got that easy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, that game could have gone either way. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have been a blowout. That's for damn sure. It would have come down no. to the wire at worst. But the big one was TCU, bro. TCU literally, I mean, dude, how do you not sneak on the last play? How you got Duggan? You got the best quarterback, uh, Heisman winner potentially, like right there with Caleb if they get the win. You know, obviously Caleb should still win it, but Duggan, one of the best quarterbacks in all of college football, he's the one who ran down to get them down there 13 times. You get to the goal line, you get to the inch line, and you don't run it with fucking Duggan once? You hand it off to your fucking tailback up the middle when you're a small team against a bigger school? Yeah, like you, that if TCU can score, I threw in a bullshit nine-game parlay, 50 bucks. It paid like $1,300, and I hit eight games and lost the TCU. All they had to do was score, and I hit a nine-game parlay. I mean, I, you know, I called you right after it. I was screaming my head off. Yeah, and, yeah. and that was after I calmed down, Howie. 
I like I was after like 15 pieces of technology, you know, I had to do a funeral for. But I mean, it's horrible for a team that does everything right. They coach everything right. They just yeah. let you fuck up to fuck up there and run that same play twice. I mean, do anything. Howie, just fucking fake the handoff and the tight end's open by 40 yards. It's what they did the last two times. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't I believe mean, it. But well enough to win. I mean, they should have won that game. That was disgusting. It was unfortunate. I still love my horny frogs, though, my horned toads. Listen, man, I'm telling you right now, it, it could very easily be Georgia and, T- and TCU in the finals. I think it is. I, I think mean, it is. Michigan I just, uh, I cannot believe that Georgia is only laying six and a half. That's that's the basically Joe Pub not understanding how bad Ohio State is. Yep. The Big Ten in general. I mean, dude, how, for, Bill, you know, we were talking about this. We were talking about the Georgia thing. I put out a double max bet on that the second that line dropped. Georgia minus six and a half versus Ohio State, Bill. I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, that deadline's a joke. Uh, how is it not 14? I I would have thought 12 and a half, 13, yeah, it's 14. 13, 12 and a half would be the perfect number, right? Yeah. 13, is, 13 to 14 is me hating Ohio State. But I mean, if you make that anywhere between 11 and 12, you got to get it over 10. It's got to be over 10. 10 and a half, I'm even fine with. You can't make that line six and a half. I mean. They're not, they're not six points better than Ohio State. Georgia should probably win this game by 30. I'm, dude, all lining the fuck out of this. Yeah, like, this is literally just fucking all line one Georgia. Of the, one of the first times I take them, I take the spread. Right, yeah. We usually try to like get the money lines and parlay with another money like. Six and a half. Uh, yeah, just take it. I mean, Bowers, all these guys. Like, the total even seems a little low at 60. But the uh, Georgia team total, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Uh, and then we got the other one, Howie, which I think is just as fucking crazy. The Big Ten love from fucking Vegas is insane. I understand yeah. Michigan being a favorite over TCU. I understand them being a big favorite. But nine and a half? Uh, that's ridiculous. Are you fucking nuts? They yeah. were fucking losing to Purdue last week like, they don't their defense if tcu can't put up 40 on that d i don't know i mean dude i just don't like i can't wait dude you're gonna be able to do a parlay bill tcu plus 14 and a half georgia minus a half yeah how does that not win uh, that, like, uh, <laughs> makes in what world does that not win yeah like, i keep like, looking at those lines like what am i missing what am oh, i missing? My, you know, we're not missing anything howie yeah. What they're missing is how bad the Big Ten is. That's I all. Agree. They're I agree. they're missing it. They don't realize how bad the fucking Big Ten is. It sucks is we got to wait a month for the fucking. Game. I know December thirty first is when that fucking game is. I mean, well, when they expand the playoffs in a year or two, then hopefully we'll uh we'll be getting some games now. <laughs> doing it. They almost scored again. So uh, Howie, not much going on in uh in hoops today. Any other any other takeaways from the weekend? Alabama? Did I mean you don't think they should have been in, right? No, I don't. I, I I don't think they. You, you can't go in two losses. I mean, I'll tell you the team that got screwed. If Tennessee, Tennessee. Beat South Carolina, they're in. Yeah, easily. Yeah, easily. They're probably they the two seed. Like <laughs> they're the yeah. three. They're the three for sure. And they're and they're a scary team. Yeah. Uh, that's the one team that probably could have beaten anyone. On a good yeah, day. that was the one team that could have banged with with all the big boys there. Yeah. Um, college basketball today. So we have no college football. When's the next college football game? We have the Army-Navy game usually kicks off bowl season, and then there's yep. a break, right? So we'll talk this about week. that this weekend. I uh, like – you got a couple college basketball games today. I looked at them all. I like, uh, just like two teams. I like teasing Gonzaga and UMass. 
UMass probably blows the shit out of Albany State because they're really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gonzaga plays a good Kent State team, very good Kent State team, but it's in Gonzaga, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I think they probably pull that out. But I like that tease. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I would tease Gonzaga if you were gonna bet it. I think I'm probably gonna go with the, uh, you know, Kent State first half type thing. You know, see if I can go get a, you know, eight and a half. It is right now. If I can get yeah. up to even nine for the first half, I think Kent State keeps it close early. They are a good yeah. team. People don't realize that. But yeah, if you can get Gonzaga, if you can get Gonzaga wow. down to single digits, then we got breaking news. What's that? Trey Turner has signed an eleven-year, three hundred million dollar contract with the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, oh Jesus! God, did anyone even see that coming? Oh yeah, they said he was favored to go to the Phillies. Was it? I, I, yeah. I didn't hear. I thought eleven I know years, three hundred million. Holy fucking bullshits! When wow. Is this another goal coming? No. Oh when my are the Yankees, God. When are the Yankees going to sign Judge? I I hope he goes to San Fran and I can give up my colors. Just burn these hats. I mean, they they should sign him. They're going to lowball him. They offered him what three forty, and it's just going to depend on what San Fran offers him. But uh, I mean, that should be coming down the pipeline, Bill, in the next week or two, right? They said, yeah, they want to get Judge done soon. soon. Yeah, Judge is going. Judge is the the key to the whole free agent market right yep. now. So they're going to need to get him done in the next week or so. So that should be it. Um, so you like Gonzaga teased with UMass tonight? Howie, have you ever seen a college basketball slate with seven games? No, it's the lightest night I've. I've, I've seen. never in my life seen this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is crazy. Uh, I got a couple picks here. I got two picks. One of them was the Kent State uh, first half plus eight and a half. Uh, that's one of the plays that I have here. So there's a reason I did first half, and there's a reason you're teasing it. So we seem to be on the same page. Yeah. Uh, Kent State keeps it closer early, and then Gonzaga should probably be too much for him late. I think so. And uh, I like San Diego State uh, later tonight at uh, 10 o'clock, laying 16 and a half. I think this is a good spot. I think they beat them by 20. Yeah, they're uh, a good team. Yeah, they're a good team. I really like them, and, and I, 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 just, I think they take care of business tonight. Actually, minus 15 and a half, Evan. So San Diego State minus 15 and a half tonight. Uh, I just think they're a little undervalued uh, by the market. And how about my Louisville? Every day they lose by 20. I haven't lost a bet on Louisville yet. We max bet Louisville yesterday. Fucking lose by 20 again. What are the uh, – I wonder what the odds are of that – uh, what's his name getting fired by next week? I mean, it has to. Dude, they're literally – hold on. Let me pull this up. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's about to get fired. Oh, yeah, 100%. But uh, all right, Howie, let me let you go. I hear the dogs barking. That means they want to. All right, fellas. All right, brother. We'll talk to you later, later. in a week. Later. Later, dude. All right, silly Billy Rupp. Anything you like in uh, college basketball or no? Nope. All right. Uh, yeah, Louisville again, Bill, huh? Crazy. I mean, it has to be one of my best calls ever before the season. Just bet against Louisville every single day. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I'm just pulling it up right here. So they're against the spread record is I think the worst. Yep, they are the only team. Yep, they have moved to finally the... I mean, how about this call, Bill? I came on this show and said Louisville is the worst team in college basketball that no one knows about. 0-8-0. They are officially the last team left in college basketball to win a game against the spread out of 300 fucking teams, Bill. Pretty bad. They're the only one. And we've max bet against them every time. So if we don't have a show going on, guys, check Louisville's schedule. Whenever they're playing, just smash the other side because Vegas has got to catch up soon. 
at some point, they got to start catching up to it. They're losing by an average against the spread, an average of 11 points against the spread. So if the spread's 10, they're losing by 21. They're losing wow. by 11 points more than the spread. That's crazy. Uh, every game. That, that's how bad they are. They're literally the single worst betting team in college basketball. So uh, let's move on. What do we got next here? E-Money. NHL. NHL. Bill, you had some pucks we were talking. Late slate on NHL today, too. Not That's why we're filling some time with some bullshit and some banter because we don't have that much uh, to talk about. I have a play in the NHL that I'm going to give out here. Uh, I think you had a couple plays you were tossing around with the Bruins or something. Yeah, I like the Bruins. Um, the Bruins. You had them teased or parlayed with someone. No, I'm doing the Bru- well. So in the chat, I mean, we're gonna run through. We're gonna run through the NFL games this weekend, real quick, guys. Those asking about Jimmy. Uh, Bruins. I'm doing a parlay. Uh, Bruins with two NBA teams. The Bucks. Do that. Do them in one shot. Do the NHL and the NBA together. So yeah, the Bruins, the Bucks, and the Warriors at plus one twenty one. Uh, should all take care of business tonight. The Bruins are undefeated at home. I believe they still are. I don't think they lost the other day. Vegas is coming in. Vegas, good team. But Bruins at home, love them. And the um, uh, Bruins' former coach, Bruce Cassidy. Yep. Uh, so I do love the Bucks and the Warriors tonight. Warriors at home are awesome. And uh, Milwaukee. So I like that. Plus 120, 121. Bruins, Milwaukee, Warriors. Okay, cool. And that's Tuesday. Let me just fix this here. All right. And I'll, uh, have, I actually, and I'll have some player props also for the uh, chat uh, or for, you know, our subs later. Um, we just keep killing the player props. I mean, it's crazy. You're hitting like the uh, same three every night. Just Yeah. I mean, uh, they just keep uh, keep giving us a bonus at six. Six assists and we'll just keep hitting it. I mean, it's at 90%. I think 12 or 13 times we've hit it. And then uh, Anthony Simons last night for Portland, over three and a half threes. Um, I was a little concerned about Damian Lillard coming back and taking his shots, which did happen in the first in the first half. He was zero for three, and Dame was three for six. So Dame did take away some of his shots. Second half, he made like four in a row, easily cashed that. Love that bet. So we got that late night. And then guys, sign up just for being the chat because. Be in the chat, because yesterday, without even putting it out, being in the chat, we rewarded the people who were in the chat hanging out last night. We hit two or three plus 800s and and two plus 400s on these stupid FanDuel bets that they have on who's going to catch a pass on a drop. Yeah, I'm going to be on that tonight. I missed the boat last night. I was just really comfortable and really tired. I mean, you were, they, they, you were they, talking they, about they, them. I'm like, they're not going to keep putting those numbers on. And they kept putting them on. You didn't believe me. What I didn't believe you. Stuff. I thought you were lying. We are fighting. I mean, I couldn't believe that they were putting tone like f- what FanDuel is doing right now. And you guys, like Bill said, you got to be in the chat. The chat, the chat gave us the CD Lamb first touchdown bet too. We didn't see it. The chat put it out. So uh, the chat is the best part. But tonight during this game, if they do that again, you better believe I'm going to be there fucking shit stomping with you guys on these because they were putting out every drive. Zeke was plus eight hundred to catch a pass, and Tony Pollard was plus four hundred to catch a pass. And I was like, okay, so you guys were hitting it, and you hit a few of them. But uh, the crazy thing was on the two-minute drive, yeah. Tony Pollard starts the two-minute drive. He lowered it to Dallas, plus 350. And he was 350. I'm like, how is he not going to catch a pass? And, it, and Tony Pollard catches the first pass of the drive. Bill's like, plus 400. Let's go. I'm like, you got 400 for that? I, I, thought, it was, I thought he was lying. I literally made him show me the receipt. I'm like, crazy, you're lying. Bro. You're on the wrong drive. You're, you're Because it says seventh drive, eighth drive, like, I thought you were on the wrong drive. Like, it's impossible. 
that they're giving you plus 400 on a running back to catch a pass in a two-minute drill. Well, what, 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 see, what they don't know is you have to do it before the drive starts. Yeah. So they didn't know if that drive was going to be the two-minute drill. Remember, because they got an extra I drive. did. We all did. Remember, but they got an extra drive before the, yeah. it ended. That's why I was mad. I was like, oh, shit, I don't want that drive. But that was the one that cashed. So we hit like three or four of those last night for everybody who was in the chat. Um, that's just join up for that, guys. I mean, yeah, it's uh, so so we'll talk a little NFL here before we go into the Tampa Bay game. Uh, let's go. Did you have any other NBA you wanted to give out? Uh, no, not at the moment. Nope. I'll have a couple props tonight. Uh, if you people join up, but yeah, it's just right hard now. to you can't give any props. You, right the, and if the NBA is the absolute worst with players, I mean, it's great. I think you could have left the word with players out, it's just the absolute worst. Um, so. Uh, listen, we have our NBA guys on staff, Aber, Healy, Bill, Hoffman. Love what you guys do uh, and do all that. If you guys bet it and make money from it, I love it. I just fucking think it's the worst sport in the world. So uh, let's go to the NFL here. Let's kind of recap this weekend here. Uh, Evan. Yeah. We had 50 fucking chances to win that game. <laughs> 500 fucking chances. And then our red zone package includes Braxton Berrios instead of, oh, you know, Garrett Wilson or Elijah Moore or Tyler mm -hmm. Donklin. Braxton fucking Berrios. Mike White couldn't finish a drive. That's – I'm putting this on the floor. Mm. Put it on the floor. 400 yards. How are they doing? I mean, listen, it was a no. lot of fucking bullshit. Yeah, listen, Mike White was a disaster. He was a disaster. Anyone who watched that game, Bill, we watched Stop. it live, whatever – Every pass for the first three quarters was behind the receivers. Garrett Wilson made miraculous catch after miraculous catch. Everyone was running wide open free in the secondary. He was throwing the ball behind everyone. He almost got our whole receiving core killed. Granted, he's better than Zach Wilson right now, but he did not play well at all. Uh, those numbers are very deceiving considering he threw the ball 500 times uh, and he just couldn't do anything in the red zone and the play calling was terrible. They were calling plays as if Mike White isn't just a fill-in okay quarterback. They were calling him like he was a superstar. Those plays had no creativity. It was disgusting. The fact that the Jets didn't win that game is sickening. Uh, just just gross. Just Le a fucking gross outcome. LaFleur's trying to be fucking Andy Reid over here. Yeah. Like, do, uh, do, simple it. Just make it simple. Yeah. I don't, we don't need to do no fucking There was no creativity. And then when they did do something, it was like erratically, insanely, like not yes. even creative, just yes. stupid. Like Gary like, Wilson throwing what? the ball. What? Why? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't. But the Giants on the other side of the fucking uh, same side of the road. Same, dude, what a fucking mess over there, Bill, huh? In that I game? thought the Giants were going to get killed. That was my bet of the week. Yeah. Uh, the Giants Reds, fucking uh, hung in there. The commanders. And, um, we're lucky we walked away with a push on that one. I'm, I'm, thank God I walked away with a push. And I went against my Giants proximity bet that I've usually been doing, betting the Giants, and I thought the Giants were done. I thought they were on a trajectory down and Washington was going up, but I guess not. Um, well, it's one game. It's one game. You can't change everything because of one yeah. game. But, I mean, they, they played hard. They played That's, hard. That was a monster win for them. A, a monster tie for them. It was a big tie. Yeah, um, they should have lost. I mean, but, again, in that situation, you can't punt on fourth and two at the Washington 42-yard line in fucking overtime with a minute 20 left. you got to go fucking either kick a fucking long field goal Try and win the game, and I get not kicking a long field goal. You're in fucking terrible. If you're in you know, Minnesota or something or a dome, then, yeah, you take the field goal chance. You saw the last field goal of the game. Didn't even come close, and he, that was within his range. You got to go try to win that game right there. 
You can't be – they were playing for the tie. The Giants were just happy to walk out of that with a tie, and they did. It was a much better tie for them than it was for Washington. That's for damn sure. But, uh, I mean, what a pussy punt. What a pussy punt that was uh, to punt from that spot. Uh, other games to be looking at. Let me just pull up the list here. Uh, what else caught your eye here, Bill Tua? I mean, I thought he played like absolute dog shit. He did his normal thing where he could, he does two passes all game. One is a two-yard pass that goes for 80, and one is a bomb. You know, both obviously I mean, you can't play great every game. Right, but he looked really bad. Do you agree? He did look. He didn't play great. Yeah, he did look really bad. Uh, Niners just looked really good. Uh, how about my Eagles, fuck? How, Eagles what? looked amazing. Eagles look great. Yeah, Eagles just fucking shit stomp fucking Tennessee. Hurts which I feel like should happen every week to Tennessee. Hurts, they have nothing. <laughs> Hurts has got to be got to be uh, <clears throat> MVP right now of the NFL. I am way more willing to say I was uh, not wrong because I know he's going to get sh- destroyed in the playoffs when it comes down to it. But I was more wrong on Hurts than I was on Tua. I still feel Tua sucks. And he just has a great system, a great scheme, a great coach, great talent around him that allows him to throw three-yard passes that go for 50 yards. But Jalen Hurts is actually evolving. Uh, he's he's evolving beyond what I thought, uh, for sure. I'm not going to say I was wrong because the I second mean, Tommy, I say what, I'm – What are the two things that those two teams have in common? What's they're the, using their quarterback skills and avoiding their, their and weaknesses. And they both went out yeah. and got – Probably the best wide receiver. The guys that you need. Jalen Hurts is the most inaccurate quarterback in the world. So you put a body that's this big for him to throw to. Tua can't throw anything except fucking short like he did in Alabama for his whole career with CeeDee Lamb, Devontae Smith. So they got guys this big who run four two forties. So they both did the exact thing you need to do for your quarterback. You got to give them credit. They are getting, it's almost like a buying low on a stock, Bill. Like they are getting every drop of value out of Hurts and Tua. If those two guys switch teams, they'd suck. If you put two on the Eagles and wrong wrong system, they'd be terrible, right? But, you know, they're doing a good job with it. Um, A quarterback, which, I mean, you guys know, my Bengals, obviously my number two team in football. Joey Burrow, baby. Best in the NFL, Bill. He's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Everyone was declaring my Bengals dead. Early in the season, I said, let them marinate, let them rock. And here we are, eight and four Bengals, knocking off the Chiefs for the third straight time. Joe I, just think that, I just think if they play a team with a defense that can get to the quarterback, he's Joey fucked. Burrow, babies. He's fucked. He made the fucking Super Bowl last year. Right. But a way worse, way worse. Like, he didn't look as good last year as he does now. He looks more poised. Uh, he just runs in big spots, like I said, Bill. That's the thing about Burrow. He he knows how to fucking win, and I think this team is coming together. This line is starting to look a lot better. The line's better than last year. P. Ryan's better than Mixon. I mean, I like P. Ryan better than Mixon in my backfield. I, I like him better, too. Yeah, so if they could start working in that two-headed monster back there a little more than they even did last year, I mean, you're talking Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Hayden Hurst. I mean, they got, they got some fucking dudes on that team. Mm-hmm. Fucking Joe Burrow is that dude. Uh, Raiders coming on here, Bill, trying to catch my team total. I got them over seven and a half wins. Raiders are fucking trying to make a little run at it. I think they won like three in a row, right? A lot of teams. Like, look at Detroit. Yeah, Raiders coming off three Detroit straight wins. Detroit out of nowhere is 
probably the hottest team in football. <laughs> Detroit's winning games. It's true. Cynthia Freeland's got to be jumping out of her skin. I mean, what the hell's going on in Detroit? I mean, they won four of their last five. Their only loss was a three-point loss to the Bills on Thanksgiving, which was a great showing for them. So, uh, yeah, the, the Detroit League's flipping on its head late in the second half. Uh, everything is a changing right now. Your Falcons, do they make the change? Falcons, another one lost at the end of the game. I mean, bro. Every time, every time. Mariota just can't fucking finish, bro. Another they, penalties. How penalties. many times has he ended the game with an intercept, interception? How many times have they scored at the end of the game? I mean, a penalty called it I back. I want to talk. You're reminding me. I needed Cordell Patterson <laughs> for a fucking parlay yesterday, and I'm on my I fucking out. I leave my car. I see. Cordell Patterson scores. Holy shit, I just fucking it. Fall back on a hole. We're not happy. Nick Chubb. Sean <clears throat> Watson. They did any, everything in the world for Chubb not to get a touchdown. They had, <laughs> they had the ball on offense. You can't tell me this minutes. isn't rigged. They had five minutes of offense. In that game. Five <laughs> All minutes. three of their touchdowns are from the defense. Five minutes. Every time Cleveland got the ball back, they fucking they, they returned a punt or returned a pick, and now they didn't have any offensive plays. Again. And he start off. He starts off with a seven yard carry and a five yard carry, and then they're inside the, the ten and they throw it. Then the finger banger decides to fucking throw them, start throwing the ball around the field like a jerk off. That uh, finger popping motherfucker, just fucking piece of shit. I mean, I've never seen the whole free world had Chubb like a hundred and a touchdown yesterday. Right? Like the whole world. You have the best running back going against the worst defense. And he didn't even get looks in the red zone. And then on the last drive, when we're all sitting there, like, come on, just get in the fucking box, you piece of they shit. They didn't even put him in. They didn't even put him in. They had a third straight. It wasn't even Hunt. And, and you know what the difference is there? It was only a two score game. Last night, the same, I told you the same thing happened that Zeke hadn't gotten in the box yet, mm-hmm. but the whole stadium. Is chanting Zeke, Zeke, Zeke. They're up by fucking 30. And he gets to carry three times in a row to get that touchdown after the pick. Thank you uh, very much. Everybody, that was the time to hit him as a touchdown. I wasn't even thinking because I already had him. But I wasn't even thinking to hit it again when the whole stadium's cheering for him. You knew he was coming in. I mean, listen, thank you, Zeke, for getting in the end zone. Appreciate that. Pollard, my boy, as I told you guys, best back in a. In Dallas, if you don't believe me, go read my Futures article where I said it before the season even started that he's the best back there by far. But uh, Zeke getting in the end zone was huge because I loved the Dallas defense versus Matt Ryan, Bill. I had over three and a half sacks. Somehow they won 53 to 19 with 14 interceptions and 74 defensive touchdowns and only ended with three sacks. I mean, they picked them. They, they did everything I thought they would. <laughs> they just fucking kept picking them off. The more I look at these, these like the standings, like Tennessee just got spanked yesterday, and they're number one in the South. Right. Like it's so disgusting. Well, like, I mean, do you want to talk disgusting? Nice segue here. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are actually leading their division at five and six, and I believe they can actually afford to lose today, and will still be leading their division. Yeah, because Atlanta is five and eight. Yeah, they could lose the next two games. And still be tied for first in their division at five and eight. Um, I hate divisions. I think they're stupid. I think it was built for back in the day when travel was much more difficult and rivalries were much more solid because teams, people stayed on teams. So they separated people by region because travel was tough. We didn't have all the advancements that we have now. And because, you know, 
you loved your team and the players stayed on your team. Like that Barry Sanders was a lion for his whole career. You know, that's what it was. Now we don't need divisions anymore. Can we get rid of divisions? Like divisions are fucking stupid. We don't need fucking divisions. It doesn't make sense that you're going to have a team miss the playoffs. Um, Seattle, like the NFC is a bad example because they're shit. But I mean, in this situation, you could have a team like the Commanders, right? Miss the playoffs when they're seven and five right now because you have to put in a five and seven Tampa Bay team. That's retarded. That doesn't make any sense. Get rid of divisions. They're done. They're fucking over. Make two divisions. That's it. Do it like the NBA. You know, we don't need all this shit. Um, What I will say tonight, though, to segue into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Bill, this is my favorite bet every time of year. I make this bet twice every year. Whenever Tampa Bay plays the Saints. No, whenever Tampa Bay plays the Saints, what do I bet? Oh, the defense? I bet the Saints. Saints. Shit on Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, it's just what goes on all the time. You're looking at here's the last few games, and this has been going on forever. People just don't. It's such a different team, though. It doesn't matter. They just have Brady's number. 20 to 10, Brady, 190 and 1. Uh, 27, 36, 27, uh, the Saints roughed up fucking Tampa Bay. Then they beat them 9 nothing. you know, that one game. Brady fucking 214-0. I'm taking the Saints in the three all day. If you're going to give me this, I don't care if it's a different team, three and a half on points bet and DraftKings. So give me Saints plus three and a half, Evan, uh, tonight against Tampa. I do it every year. I've been doing it for fucking forever. And I sure to fuck ain't stopping now, Bill. Yeah, man. I Because <laughs> again, you keep saying the Saints are a different team. I'm pretty sure the Bucks are a different team too. Yeah, I mean, the Bucks are still like they still they're still good though. They're like, five and they six. Got, yeah, but they still got good players. Like the the Saints are just bad. In Tom Brady's know. last three primetime games against the Saints, he's zero and three straight up and against the spread. Dude, they're fu- they've guess how many of the last eight games they've won against the Saints dating back to 2018. One. One. They're one and seven. And that game they won 20 to 10. Like, you know, like that was, I mean, Trevor, stop. Jesus Christ. Trevor, I'm on stay cash in you fuck. Call me back when I'm done. Fucking blow my phone up from the Dominican Republic. Um, yeah, the uh but yeah, and in that game, Tom Brady threw for 190 and one in a win. Okay. So this is uh Godwin does usually do okay against them. But uh, what are you looking at here, Bill, in this game? Tampa Bay versus uh, New Orleans, obviously not going to be a barn burner. Um, I am going to do um, probably field goals. Uh, Ryan Suckup over one and a half field goals, minus, mm-hmm. one, minus 160. Um, that is probably my bet off the top of that I like as of now. Um, other than that, I mean – I may do like a small same game parlay, but I hate this game tonight. Mm. I think it's boring. I don't even know if I'll be, I'll be like, it'll be on a team. We're watching the Punisher tonight. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I might have, I'll have other stuff on definitely. Uh, You didn't even make it past halftime of yesterday. Oh, dude, I fell asleep. It was beautiful. Uh, I woke up to see Zeke scored and I was just like, let's fucking go. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I will be on Ryan Suckup, especially as you say. Uh, should be low. It's a low scoring, low total game. Uh, so we should get some field goals in there. Yeah. I'm going to do uh, I'm going to be betting the Brady under Evan, uh, Brady under two sixty six and a half passing. Uh, so you could throw that in there. I'm going to be betting the Brady interception, 
which is yes plus 106 so brady int plus 106 and brady under 264 and a half um haven't decided yet where i'm gonna go with the player props uh just need to dig into it a little bit more definitely i mean just look at the player props on this dude evan 60 uh godwin 68 and a half and then 28 23 36 21 16 16 and alave at 56 so uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a player prop lift list on FanDuel Bill where one, two, three, four, five of the eight players are under 29 yards received. Yeah, could be a lot of unders tonight. Yeah, so I'm betting the under on this game. Uh, give me that too, Evan. Uh, Saints Bucks under 42. I will take that. Thank you. So uh, obviously I'm not expecting a lot from it. I won't be betting any touchdown score props in this game because I don't know if there is one. Uh, you know, like this is one of those, they've played a nine, nothing game recently. Uh, and the Brady interception thing is probably my favorite bet of all of them. Uh, in the last, since 2020 bill, uh, versus the saints, since he became a buck, Tom Brady has five games versus the saints in the regular season. And he has five, six, seven, eight interceptions. Eight interceptions in five. I mean, games. this, I, I, FanDuel is just getting like, I just, oh my God! You, just look at the top of Fanduel now. They're giving know. all of these fucking influencer girls parlay boosts. Oh, Live Moods. Oh come on, that girl's a fucking retard. Kay Adams. Yeah, Kay's cool, but I mean they're all up there now. Oh my God! Live, live, live Moods. Live Moods. Live moods stream ride. I mean, come Whatever on. Whatever the girl, fuck that means. Girl doesn't know anything. Olave anytime, Evans anytime, and under 46 and a half. Dang, I can't. Uh, football season's almost over, so all the influencer girls go back into hiding for fucking seven months and pretend they're like, you know, PGA girls. Um, the What was I just going to point out there? I was just going to point out something else, and I lost my spot. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm trying to catch my train of thought. I don't know. I mean, uh, oh, first half draw, Bill. Good game for the first half draw for sure. Good game for the first half draw. Mm-hmm. We might catch that today. Just this. Yeah, I, I'm looking towards the under also. I'm yeah, under field goals. First you half know, interceptions. First half under. That's what you guys want to be targeting under. here. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry if you're looking on here waiting for a bunch of over props. That is not happening and tonight. It's going to be a boring game, guys. I don't know if it's boring. The one thing I will say is these Saints Bucks games to me aren't boring because I love watching Tom Brady struggle. So that's fun to me. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't expect too much. I'm, I'm surprised this total isn't in the high 30s, honestly. I, I have this at 38 and a half. That's what I think this total should be. And it's 42, which is much higher than I thought it would come in at. Let me check one, one thing here before we get out of here. Uh, 41 and a half, you could still get. So it's only come down a point. I don't really know why. Oh, my know. God, what a save. Jesus Christ, I needed that goal. You still need to go. What the fuck you still need to go for? I did over. Oh, you hit the four and a half. Yeah, it took more. No, no, five and a half. I need two more. Ninety-one percent, ninety-four percent of the money's on the under. That's the only thing that's worrying me a little bit there. Oh, that's not good. Um, probably do a little teaser with that too. Probably get the Saints plus ten and a half under uh, forty-eight and a half. Probably do something like that. Got to sign up and find out. Uh, that's pretty much it for me, Bill Rupp. Anything else you want to cover here before we get out of here? Nope. All right, Evan Hand. Final words. Uh, maybe I'll put a same game parlay out tonight. Mm, maybe 
Yeah. Last night I had a plus five hundred. The the Cowboys put up fifty three points. Dak doesn't throw for two hundred yards. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Well, That's the only had, thing that lost. They had three touchdowns interceptions. <laughs> yeah, That's true. Defense. That's also true. Still, yeah. two hundred yards against. The Do you have any idea where you're leaning tonight, or that I got to go to the four deep bets Discord to find out? Uh, go to the Discord. You got to go, go to Discord. the Discord. Got to go to Discord. Find out Evan's same game parlay. Bill Rob, final words. Uh, rubbing rackets, five thirty today in the Discord. We're back. Rubbing backets. You sure? Where's rackets? Is he dead? Is, um, it, is he meeting I, with child services? I think he had to go. To, I think child services. Got <laughs> He's like, I had a parent-teacher meeting that sprung yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. Surprise okay. parent-teacher meeting in December. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. Aren't those usually in September when school starts? <laughs> a little window. I don't think parents come in in December. Child services made a little visit real quick and was like, uh, we need to yeah. talk. I won't be on state cashing, guys. So uh, hopefully Rackets didn't leave his kid at school. Uh, Rupp and Rackets, 530 in the 4D Bets Discord. Get over to 4DBets.com. Go sign up. Uh, what we will be betting for sure tonight is those per-drive props. Uh, last time these two teams played, every time these two teams played, we made a lot of money on the punts, Bill. So uh, maybe we'll be smacking punts tonight. We're smacking running back receptions yesterday. Maybe we'll be smacking punts tonight. You don't know. You got to tune in to find out. We'll see how the game goes. We'll see how it flows. For Howie Dewey, for Kababble, Bill Rupp, Evan Hand and Rackets, who is not able to join us today. I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Let's go!